Hey, sisters. Oh, it's been so long since I got to sit down and just chat with you guys. Um, so I took two weeks off on the pod. Uh, I had oral surgery for some crazy reason. I decided to have all four of my wisdom teeth taken out uh, the week of Christmas, and I am still recovering from that a lot better now, uh, having a little bit of pain and discomfort today. But uh, Dennis said, said uh this past week that that's normal my bottom will take a little bit longer to heal uh than my top which i'm okay with but i am definitely tired of eating potatoes uh i was able to eat some pasta earlier this week but unfortunately couldn't eat the chicken or the sausage which was a bummer but uh i'm gonna close out this year uh, with Miss Cindy's episode. Uh, maybe God's timing was just all over this. It was pre-recorded. You've heard from her and, and Judy the last couple weeks. And so I just think that, like I said, God's timing is just so perfect. And her pod is really about activating our faith and giving the things over to the Lord that we have no control over. The diagnosis of the doctors here on earth and family situations and things that are out of our control. And um, I think it's just a great way to close 2022. And next week you'll get to hear um, just the start of our new year and what it's going to be looking like. And you'll be getting to hear uh, my niece's episode from last year replay as well, because she challenged you guys a year ago today that uh, she encouraged you guys to remember five new Bible verses for 2022. And I hope you did that. Or if you didn't, and you were only able to do a couple, that's okay. That's more than you knew in the beginning of the year. And I'm going to carry that on and piggyback her. And I'll talk a little bit about that in next week's episode. So uh, definitely get your notepads out because you're going to hear what Cindy has to say. And just um, her wisdom is and her knowledge and just the things that she's been through and how she's overcame them. And how God has been first in every situation in her life uh, when while she has started now. Uh, you know, becoming a believer and just walking it out day after day with him and how she's not doesn't deal with these worldly desires and these worldly things like depression and anxiety and worry because she knows that her peace is found within the Lord. And that is something that uh, we all need a reminder about that our peace comes from him and no one can take it away. No one can steal it. We can only add to it. And that's what the Lord does for us. He adds to our life. He adds the joys to our life. He adds um, people that we need in our life to do life with him. And so uh, I'm excited to share this. I hope that you guys get something from it. I miss sitting here chatting with you guys, but uh, you'll be hearing all about uh, the new things that are happening in my life in the upcoming episode. So God is so good and uh, you guys be blessed and stay focused. Hey guys, welcome back to this week's episode. So the last couple weeks you have heard from my mamas. Uh, last week you heard from Judy, which she is still here because we're recording a couple at one time. And so today you're going to hear from the other one, Miss Cindy. Uh, Judy's got a special intro opening for her. Cindy's new to this, but good morning everybody, or hello. Um, I was going to introduce Cindy because that is, that is my friend, that is my co-grandma. 
Um, I like that. Cool grandma. Um, but most of all, her smile. So actually, we're going to title this one, I think, Smile from the Stage to Cindy's Kitchen Table. I'm so welcome, Cindy. Welcome. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Just pause. She can edit that. It's fine. No, it's good. We're not editing that. We're no. going to keep rolling. Yeah. Thank you. Rolling. We're going to keep rolling. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh all right, so if you just want to tell us a little bit about you, I know we kind of heard you on previous episodes, but Ooh. so we can get a little bit more. I need to condense almost 54 years into a few <laughs> minutes. That's scary. <laughs> um, my name is Cindy. Um, I was born and raised up north. Uh, was married twice before, had two beautiful children, my oldest two. Um, met Patrick while he was in the Navy and came to Texas as quick as I could. Yes. And... <laughs> We have lived here on this property ever since and raised five more beautiful children. Uh, so altogether, I've had seven, and now I have six or seven grandchildren. I'll have to think about that. <laughs> I have seven, yep. <laughs> Squishy face is number seven. So I've had as many children as I do right now have grandchildren. Wow. Um, I'm very blessed. Um, I'm married to a wonderful man. If you go to TLCC, you know him as the bass player that stands behind me. He is always behind me, beside me, in front of me, leading me. Um, I couldn't do this life without him. That's good. Absolutely. That's good. And how long have you been going to TLCC? Um, well, <laughs> Pastor, when Pastor moved in, he talked a lot about, um, you know, when he left his old church and kind of floated for a little while and then was asked to come lead this um camp is when I met them uh, 20 years ago um, when he decided to start a church my kids actually became friends with the kids over there I thought they were a cult <laughs> I would jokingly tell people don't drink their Kool-Aid um, and of course they call uh, they, they called us the compound so it didn't start very good but um, as my children started becoming friends over there with their children, Donna, Diana, Nash's boys, um, pastor's kids, I started babysitting Lloyd's girls. Um, and the October after he started, I just had no more excuses. I had to go check it out. I'd never been to church. Um, I knew God was there. I did not have a personal relationship with him. And... Um, one of the things that Beth sent me was, I think it was the second question. When did I know, when did I realize I couldn't walk this life alone? Yes. What was the turning point the in your turning life point, yeah. that you decided? Because up until then, and y'all will not believe this, <laughs> but I was fearful constantly. I feared illness I feared dying and leaving my children alone um, I was ruled by fear every little yeah. thing if my heart palpitated I thought oh, here I am having a heart attack right um, because I had no anchor so mm -hmm. I lived you know I was living but I wasn't living fully mm -hmm. I was always afraid something bad was gonna happen we were gonna you know Pat was gonna lose his job and we'd lose everything but it just so happened and God has such a way of mm -hmm. making things happen. Um, when I started going to that church, wasn't long, maybe <laughs> a couple weeks, pastor had started preaching on fear. Oh my gosh. And every week I would go and it was about fear and letting go and letting God. And um, just one Wednesday night, I know it was nighttime, um, 
so it had to be on Wednesday night. He did an altar call. He had preached on fear. I do not remember leaving my chair. Wow, that's so good. All I remember is he started talking about giving your life to God, and all of a sudden I was up in front, mm-hmm. looking up at Pastor, tears rolling down my face, mm-hmm. saying, "I don't want to live in fear anymore." That's so good. And from then on, now it's been a, it was a struggle at first <laughs> because you know if you're new to walking with God, um, you hold on to a lot of things, right? And but. 19 years later, um, I don't struggle with fear. If I have a thought of fear, anything of, of even worry, um, I talk to God. And that is every day. Every day I talk to him. He's like my friend as well as my father. Mm. Um, throughout the day, different things happen, different things. You know, I hear things, and I just stop, and I say, Lord, now this is this is bothering me, but I'm giving it to you, and the peace that I have surpasses even my own understanding. Right. Because as as bad as the world is getting with um, all the stuff that's going on in mm-hmm. social media, um, the government, politics, the price of everything getting so high, people talking about. Um, you know the whole social structure of the economy and right. the government and the our way of life mm-hmm. the electrical grid i mean you just look turn on the news um but i have no fear yeah because i know he's got us that's so good so that's so good yeah fear is crippling it is it is, it is very crippling very crippling if you don't understand how to overcome it yeah and it's just you can't do it alone. You mm-hmm. have to surrender. You have to have that yes. moment that you're looking up and saying, I don't want to live in fear no nope. more. Like, yeah. I love that. And I can, again, like, you used a visual on the previous podcast, and I can see that, and I can see you there. I wasn't there, obviously, but right. I can see it just by looking at you, like, how that moment was so powerful to mm-hmm. you. And then ever since then, like, I've known you, known of you for about 12 years, but this past year we've really connected on a different Absolutely. level. And uh, you have no idea, like, your worship, like, that's something that we're, I want to talk about is, like, you lead, wor- well, you know, I don't know how, do you lead worship? I don't know how y'all, I don't want I don't know how y'all to say it. Y'all, we, lead, lead, we lead, the, we lead songs. Yeah, you lead songs. Right. Which is usually, like, contemporary Christian yes. music, and it's considered worship. So. But we're blessed in the fact that if um, I hear a song that mm-hmm. touches my heart yeah. or speaks to my soul, all I have to do is take it to our worship leader right. and say, I need, my heart is crying out to do this song. Yeah, I'm and telling you. Say, let's do it. Whenever I texted you that night, I had to pull over because the girls were like in the car. We were listening to the song and they're like, send that to Cindy. And I'm like, okay, I'm doing it. Like, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's those moments. And like we talked about previously is the goodness of God. Like mm-hmm. that song, when you sing that song, like it's not just lyrics. No. It is like your faith comes alive through that song. Absolutely. And so for me, it's like that was a song that broke me a few weeks ago that I could, there was like you said, like, I don't know what, like, I struggle with going to the altar, not for a personal, but I don't like the attention that comes with it because of who I am in the church. And I don't say that to boast or anything. I have, have a title. It's not about that, but 
when that moment happened, I literally couldn't hear anything other than the Lord saying, you have to be an example, and I'm tired of waiting on you, so I'm going to yeah. make you move. Yeah. And it was just an overflowing of emotions during that song. And I remember like just hearing that. It's kind of like a white noise. Mm-hmm. like You don't hear, but I remember hearing like Judy coming up and I remember it was like I had all these women praying over me but I could hear each specific prayer almost like God does mm-hmm. and it was such a beautiful moment but you like for me activated that moment right and like surrendering when you're worshiping and you're not worried about you're just listening what to the Lord yes and so like when you sing people are feeling it and so because I'm feeling it yeah and, and there's a difference it, I mean Every day, yeah. people people sing all day long. Yeah. Um, but when a song comes on, and just the first word, like um, the other song I do, I love you, Lord. Yeah. You know, how do you not? Mercy never fails. Um, <laughs> you know, how do you not give your whole heart and your soul to that song? Yeah. And as I was going to tell you earlier, um, we're not supposed to take our worship music and make it an idol that's good a lot of people make music an idol right um and god doesn't like that right he wants to be our one and only and Mm -hmm. he is my one and only right but for me and doing worship where i can't articulate Mm -hmm. my feelings Mm -hmm. there comes song through me through the through my through my phone through the radio and they capture me right. in, in certain moments. Like mm-hmm. when my husband was sick, um, goodness of God, mm-hmm. raise a hallelujah. Yeah. You know, they were all, bring the rain by mercy me. Mm-hmm. Um, if that's, you know, if, if being in the rain is what it takes to praise you, bring the rain. That's so good. You know, certain music just grabs a hold of me. Mm-hmm. I love you, Lord. Um, you are so good to me Mm -hmm. you know all the all the music most of the music i do has come from personal feelings personal situations that has said okay this is how i need to tell Mm -hmm. my story right and so i tell my story through my music and every time i do it it doesn't ever get old it doesn't become robotic because as i start to sing my whole heart goes right back that's so good and there's a lot of times that I struggle not to cry <laughs> when I'm yeah. doing, you know. But he holds me up. Yeah. He holds my hand. That's so good. So I guess you just answered my question, what worship means to yeah. you. Yeah, that's so good. And I know that you mentioned what was going on with Mr. Pat. Yeah. And if you kind of just would love to just share whatever you want, just so they can kind of understand, because that was my tor- turning point as far as looking at you and looking up to you and just really – I guess you could say feeding off of your faith. Right. So, um, <clears throat> well, in 2018, we were leaving church mm-hmm. and he was driving. Thank goodness we were only going five miles an hour. Right. Um, I had one of my grandbabies sitting on my lap because mm-hmm. we just lived next door to the Literally. church. Literally. Yeah. I lived right next door. <laughs> right next door. We leave their <laughs> driveway and go into mine. Um, so, most of the time they ride on my lap. But um, on that particular evening, August 8th, 2018, um, he had two aneurysms in his head we did not have any idea about, and they both ruptured at the same time. Mm. And from then till we got to the hospital, even talking about the story, the fact that a lot of people don't survive one aneurysm. Right. 
but he survived two of the size that they were. The fact that the ambulance was traveling in front of Baptist encampment at the exact time they got the call right. and just turned into the Exxon and got mm. to us, you know, immediately. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, Pastor took me to the hospital, and they said, you know, he might have a 20% chance of making through mm. this. So he told Pastor, you need to, you know, you need prepare. to prepare her. Right. Because she's not listening. Because I told him, no. Yeah. I said, you know, do what you can, but my God is stronger. Absolutely. Than anything you're telling me, so stop. I don't want right. to hear it. Mm -hmm. I remember putting my hands up to my ears and telling him, I don't want to hear it. Right. And so they pulled him in and said, you need to really prepare her. And he's like, hey, sis has got this. Yeah. You know, we're praying for him. Yeah. And six weeks later, he walked out of rehab almost perfectly back to where he was. God is so good. He is good. And we thought that was going to be the only <laughs> trouble. But then last year, because of the previous um, aneurysms, he had a stent in his head that kind of takes off the extra fluid that he started um, creating in his head. Mm -hmm. It kind of drains it off, and the drain tube went down into his stomach. <sighs> so in January of last year, he had diverticulitis, mm -hmm. which in and itself, because my very good friend Judy has had <laughs> diverticulitis, and everybody who knows about it knows it's an infection in your stomach. Yeah. Um, seven days of antibiotics, and you're fine. Right. You know, you kind of got to watch what you eat, mm -hmm. but just so happened that he had an abscess right where that stent was going into his mm -hmm. abdomen, and that abscess burst, wow. and when it did, it threw shot three different kinds of bacteria up into that stent, up into his brain. Wow. And he got um, <laughs> bacterial meningitis. Wow. <clears throat> and as most of you know, that is also, Deadly. you know, can yeah. pretty much take a person out. Or if he makes it, you know, this is the doctors, if he makes it, he's going to have severe issues. Um, he'll probably be in a wheelchair. He won't be able to use half his body. Um, he'll probably be blind, deaf. I mean, they were listing me all the right. all the side effects and the uh, the complications that come from bacterial meningitis. And then, of course, um, anyone who was with me at the time knew that they were telling me, "Oh well, his brain where it's it's supposed to be spongy, right? And then there's four um, different chambers of your brain, like your heart. Um, it started to rubberize. Mm -hmm. It started to become rubbery, and that was very bad." Right. So um, one of the doctors said, um, you know, would he want to be a vegetable? And I was like, I'm sure he wouldn't want to be a vegetable. Right. Um, and, you know, he said, well, you probably, you probably do best if you just pull the plug right now mm. because he's just going to be a vegetable the rest of his life. Yeah. And for one split second, my stomach dropped and I thought, how am I going to do this life without him? Right. The very next second, God just filled me mm. with this peace under that you, you cannot explain it. Right. I mean, and I just told him, I put my hands up, I said, Lord, I surrender. That's good. You have to surrender. Whether you take him, whether you save him, mm -hmm. and whatever condition that you leave him with me, I will take it. Right. You know? Um, so take him or leave him. I know you have me. That's so good. And as everybody knows, <laughs> he left them with me. And the, really the he biggest did. issue is his memory shot. He can't tell me what he told me yesterday, which I can uh, have some fun with that. <laughs> <in a while. laughs> 
<laughs> you don't remember telling me that? Uh, no. And he looked at me so suspiciously. It's so funny. But um, but he's a yeah. walking miracle. He a walking twice testament. Twice. Walking miracle. Yeah. And he won't. I mean, he slept through everything. Yeah. So he can't even tell you, you know, what he went through. Because right. he got blessed and got to sleep <laughs> through it all. Um, but I only made it. And I was strong for my children. That's good. Um, I never... I never ever doubted whichever way it was going to go and I would mm -hmm. tell them you know if this is daddy's time we're gonna be okay right you know we'll be okay yeah but if it's not daddy's time he gonna prove all them doctors wrong which he, he did. ended up doing and you can <laughs> ask Natalia <laughs> Natalia runs into the doctors every once in a while and told him that even though he called me on the phone saying let's pull the plug right um, same doctor, she went to him a couple months ago. I can't remember exactly when, but she ran into him at her new hospital where she works. It's a worship leader's wife. She's a registered nurse. Yes. Um, and she told him, hey, you remember Patrick Sharp? And he said, Sharp, Sharp. He said, is that the, uh, the one that had the aneurysms and you know had all the issues with his brain? He said, yeah, the one that you said was going to die? Well, he's back in our band. He's back to work. He's playing his bass guitar. He's doing everything. And the guys, the doctors, are you sure that's the same guy? Right. And she said, absolutely, I'm sure. That just shows how big our God is. Yeah. He, how can you doubt God is there? Mm -hmm. I mean, for anyone who's listening that is still on the fence, a person, like Pastor says, a person with an experience with God is never at the mercy of someone with an argument. So people can argue with me all day long that there's no God, that it's evolution, that there's climate change and global warming and this earth is going to crap and, you know, we were all just a bunch of cells at the beginning and we had a big blast. But you cannot <laughs> tell, you can never, ever, ever convince me. Yeah. I just smile at them. I know. And pray for them. Yeah. And pray that their eyes are open before they go to hell. Right. Because that's the problem. A lot of today's people church um the people in the church people coming to church wanting to learn about god mm -hmm. those numbers are dwindling right you know our world is becoming so secular and we're losing so many people and i i can't i can't fathom why right because if you have it doesn't matter what happens to you in your life whether you lose a child and i have not so mm -hmm. whether you lose a spouse i have lost uh, in-laws and stuff, mm -hmm. but knowing that he has you and holds you through all of the so troubles in your life and when you make it through across the darkness, he celebrates with you, right. you know, mm -hmm. and I, I'm a woohoo, you know, kind of person <laughs> and I can, I almost can hear him laughing right. with me right. when things go well right. and it's not material things it's you know somebody i heard that was healed mm -hmm. you know or somebody that came to jesus mm -hmm. it's just I, I i just can't even fathom how people don't don't believe it that's just what hurts it hurts my heart that's what we say like if the people that are unchurched or unbelievers if they could just get a glimpse yeah. of what he has to offer then this whole world would be transformed oh my like, god it would be a ripple effect one out of one just five seconds if right. I could hold someone's hand and show them the joy right that I have the mm -hmm. peace 
that I carry, mm -hmm. the fact that I don't worry about things, right? You know, because I know God's got it. That is so good. You know, if I could just give them five seconds with a handhold and let them feel yeah. that, they I don't think they would ever turn away. Right. I think they would say, "Oh my God, thank you, Jesus," and and be saved as well. And it makes me think too, like right now we're, I mean, each one of us are on a different walk with the Lord and where, how it started and how we got there and how maybe like for me, I got off and then back on, like how he's just kind of orchestrated it all together yeah. and how beautiful it is and how it's all a part of our story yeah. and how like, I am grateful for not growing up in church because it wasn't, I think that would have maybe hindered me a little bit. Like I would have maybe held things or looked at things differently but mm -hmm. growing up not growing up in church and then growing up in church now and letting my children I like I'm understanding it I'm not yes. just going because this is what we do on Wednesdays and Sundays like we're going because we get to go yes we get to be in his presence we get to worship we get to sing his praise and that's a I whole, do that every day though. yeah I'm in his presence every day yeah. I sing his work I sing to him every day um, and there are some songs that I love to listen to that he's singing to me. Yeah. I always feel, too, like sometimes when we don't have the words to say, they're already right there. Yes. You know, they're coming through. Like you said, you can yeah. your story is through those songs that, yeah. that particularly mean to you. Like, Great Are You, Lord, is the song that led me to Christ. Mm. Like, just understanding how good he is, that yeah. his air is in my lungs. Yes. And just having that and just... Again, like you said, taking back and grasping just that small little mm -hmm. thing and how small it is to me, but how big it is to him. Right. And just that different perspective. It's so good. Yeah. I know. You're like, uh, we always use you as a reference in our women's ministry. Like, if we could have... I do. I know it says faith is a mustard seed, but yeah. right along with that, like, if we can have faith like Cindy, and just... <laughs> girl, I'm mustard. telling you. Yeah, I know. I don't, I don't feel like I stumble anymore. Right. But... You know, I still, yeah. I still have, I don't ever, I don't ever have down days. I don't understand depression. Mm -hmm. I just, I know it's probably the real depression right. is probably the chemical imbalances right. in your brain. And I understand that you need medication, but just to be, oh, I'm so sad today. Right. Just I'm because. I'm so depressed today. I don't ever, right. ever have that. That's so good. And even when um, bad things are happening. I have joy. Mm -hmm. Even when Pat was at his lowest, at his worst, where yeah. they were telling me constantly that he was going to die, well, yeah. God's got me. My God's bigger. Yeah. yeah. You know, I just, I just can't understand, you know, oh, I just, I just can't even get out of bed today. <laughs> I hear people at work. I just can't. And that's another thing. I, I'm a bus driver, school bus driver for elementary and high school. Mm -hmm. To see those little faces... Not so much the high schoolers, because they like to just stay in their little ear pods <laughs> and stuff. But I don't have a problem with them hollering and laughing. To That's hear so the children good. laugh on my bus, I laugh. That's so I'm good. driving down the road laughing with them. They don't even know. Yeah. Because just to hear the giggles and the laughs <laughs> of, you know, the kids. And they're like, oh, I can't stand how loud your bus is. You know, well, mm -hmm. sorry. Yeah. As long as they're not saying bad words. Right. They can giggle and laugh and play and do their uh, patty cakes, whatever those <laughs> things are with their hands. It's just, so it's good. a joy. That's awesome. It's a joy. Yeah, it's a privilege, not a burden, yes. is what yes. our youth pastor says. Absolutely. He's going to be like, when he listens to this and he hears his name drop so many times, <laughs> I hope he... He's uh, going to get the swell head. I love oh, Joseph. He, yeah, he is. He's great. Mm, he's all right for a white boy. <laughs> I, just, 
And I love to sing with Joseph. We don't yes. get to sing together enough. But I know. His heart. And I know everybody in our worship band is saved. Um, and they all have their own stories. But I just feel like his heart is just in such an awesome place with, you know, dealing with the youth, not dealing with them, but being able to school the youth and right. teach them and lead them to Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, he just loves the youth. Yeah. I just like you, Joseph. You know I love you. <laughs> uh, I don't think you paid her to say that. No. But if you did, I mean, I name drop you all the time. So <laughs> I'll be waiting. I love you. Uh, well, thank you for sharing your story and just being a blessing to those, even those who don't, you know, know you on a, on a, I guess, an intimate level, like just seeing you up there week after week and knowing and just a little bit. And that smile is always on my face. Yeah. It's not, it's not something that I just turn on at church. Right. There is such joy in my heart that mm-hmm. I just, and it's all because of the Lord. Yeah. I give him all the glory. Yeah. That's the only one who deserves and it. It's my it's my walk with him. It's every day talking to him. Yeah. Um, yeah, I messed up right there, God. You know, you know, cover me, Lord, please. Right. Help me. Yeah. Clean my heart, clean mm-hmm. my mind. I do that a lot. That's so good. Um, just that simple we're all like human. I need you. Yeah. Just a simple every, every day. That's so true. Every day. Well, I love you. I love you too. And I thank you so much for pouring into me. And to doing this, sharing your story. I know it's out of your comfort zone and wild, but... Not as bad as I thought it was going to be. It's not. It's just a conversation. And for any of those that are listening, if you want to come, my door's always open. I don't have a whole lot of experience, but I do have a lot of faith. She's a great cook, though. Yes. (laughs) And her sweet tea is really good. (laughs) Just putting that out there. And that's always me. She doesn't have coffee, but... No coffee. It's like BYOC. Bring your own coffee. Bring your own coffee. And then she'll bring it. She has everything else. <laughs> All right. Well, I love you. I love Judy. She's still here. Yes. I love you, too. <laughs> All right. Well, I appreciate it. And this was really good. This was really good. Too. A good 